everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Rachel. And we are here with some K-pop news headlines to discuss the latest and greatest of what's happening in the Hallyu universe. Why don't you start us off, Rachel? So we're going to start off with talking about who won the 2019 M2 and Genie Music Awards. So they were held at the Olympic Gymnastics Arena in Seoul on August 1st, really not that long ago. And the Genie Music Awards have been partnered up with Mnet's Digital Studio M2 for the M2 MGMA Awards, which recognizes performers by online voting, digital sales, judge scores, and social media interest. Which sounds like too many cooks in the kitchen for my taste. Like, you either make it a popularity contest or you don't. Yeah, that's true. But then there's more input on who wins, so I don't know. Then they should just have, like, a fan fave category. This is true. So, the artists that were judged and the music that was judged was Al Music released from July 1st of 2018 to June 19th of this year. So anything that came out in July was not judged from this year. The top artist of the year is, no surprise, BTS. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> the top music of the year was Paul Kim's Me After You. The top best-selling artist was Twice. Again, not surprising. Not surprised. M2's top video was BTS. The best digital album of the year was BTS Love Yourself Answer, which, again, not surprised. I mean, if this is all on sales and fans voting for it, then hell yeah. Again, best group was BTS and Twice. The best soul artist was Paul Kim and Kim Chung-ha. We love you, bitch. <laughs> we love you, Chung-ha! <laughs> the best new artist was TXT for the boys and Itzy for the girls. Again, I'm not surprised because that's the new boy group from Big Hit Entertainment, which yep. has BTS and then JYP. Yeah. The best dance performance went to BTS, Boy With Love, and then iZone's Violetta. I like the song, but I wasn't too happy about the music video, honestly. Yeah, I agree with the Boy With Love choreo, although I do feel like a lot of other boy groups had some really awesome choreo this year. I yeah. feel like a lot of this is based upon popularity, not necessarily dance talent. Don't come for me, BTS fans. You know we love Boy With Love. Yes. <laughs> Please. <laughs> the best vocal performance went to Mama Moo with Gogo Go BB, which was cute. I really liked it. And the best band performance was Day 6 with Time of Our Life. And y'all, I feel so dumb because I was like, wait a minute, Day 6 is a band? And then I was like, wait, Emily, you knew this. We yeah. did a whole episode we did. on literal boy bands. You knew this. And I was like, oh yeah, okay, me. Yeah, and I really like this song, so I'm glad that they won. The Genie Music Popularity Award goes to BTS. The Global Popularity Award went to BTS also. M2's The Most Popular Artist Award went to iZone. The Performance Creator Award went to Leah Kim. The M2 Hot Star Award went to Pentagon and then Cosmic Girls. Yay, Cosmic Girls. Yeah. Yay. The Genie Music Next Generation Star Award went to Kim Jae-hwan and AB6. I don't know who they are. I don't know who AB6 either. So they must be the next big thing. Yeah. The Innovator Award went to Yoon Jong-shin. And that was it for the Genie Music Awards for 2019. So a lot of BTS, a lot of iZone, a lot of TWICE. Not surprised. Yeah, personally, I think they should take the fan votes out of that and just have a fan fave category. Yeah, I think there are a lot of other artists that had, you know, very artistic releases. Like, I'm really surprised I didn't see any Tame In on this. Uh, it's a crime because that man is my husband and he deserves awards. <laughs> I'm really surprised there was no Red Velvet on this also. I'm really surprised there was no Boa. Yeah, that's true. 
I mean, there was a lot of really good music released during that time period, but I feel like a lot of it was just washed away by Stan Twitter, you know? And, and I'm not saying that Boy With Love was bad because we obviously loved it. It's my favorite BTS song. But when one group is just like totally dominating, it's just like, okay. Yeah, I mean, BTS is a fantastic group, but let us know what you think. Who do you think should have been included in these awards? Who do you think was overlooked? We mentioned a few groups. I am glad that they included Cosmic Girls or WJSN. They were actually featured on our underrated girl K-pop groups podcast, so I'm really glad that they got an award. Hopefully they'll get more notoriety. So let us know. Who do you think should have won these awards? Yeah, Boogie Up was still fun. Yeah, so let's move along to our next story, which is Girls' Generation reunites to celebrate Tiffany Young's birthday. And, you know, technically, Girls' Generation is not defunct, but all the members who are left form their own subunits. (laughs) Right, so... All the Girls' Generation members are pursuing different paths for their respective solo careers, um, but they've shown that their bond is still really strong, so they don't hate each other, which is nice. No, and I like that SM actually handled this all with care because it let the people who wanted to leave leave, mm-hmm. and pretty much everyone except for Jessica Jung, who was the first to leave. They've all been able to have pretty successful solo careers or just, like, peace and out. Yeah, in fact, I believe Tiffany Young just released a song that we're going to be talking about on next month's K-pop roundup that blew me the fuck away. So I'm really excited to talk about that. But Girls' Generation is currently on hiatus right now, but they're not indefinitely disbanded. So it's nice to see them all reunited for Tiffany Young's birthday. And the picture they took is adorable, of course. (laughs) I just got to say, Hyoyeon, you are my fave member now. She used to be not number one for me, but now I stand forever. She is my number one Girls' Generation girl. Yeah, she's so cool and funky. I love her so much. But uh, yeah, happy birthday, Tiffany. And the the picture was obviously cute. Are they all there? Is it Girls' Generation 9 or Girls' Generation 8? Girls' Generation 8. So no Jessica. No Jessica. (laughs) Sorry, Jess. (laughs) She's in the box. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that, that was cute. I hope OGG, Girls' Generation, gets to release another song because Lil Touch was my ringtone for so long. <laughs> that is a bop. Yeah. That was an underrated bop. It's hard to say that, like, Girls' Generation was underrated, but that song did not get the recognition it deserved. <laughs> Straight up. Go listen to it. Straight up. All right. Moving right along to our next headline, which is that BTS's Jungkook is included in the top 30 most popular pop singers in the United States. So according to Famous Birthdays, Jungkook, main vocalist of the boy band BTS, is included in the top 30 most popular pop singers in the United States, the only Korean artist in the list. I just think this is, again, BTS making strides, making records in the United States, really paving a way, I really hope, for a Hallyu wave in the United States. We're ready. My body is ready. I have seen more K-pop groups and artists doing tours in the United States and having, you know, more than just LA and New York. And that just gives me so much hope because (laughs) we can finally go see K-pop bands. When we first got into K-pop in 2010, did you ever think we'd be able to see any of them live? No, I thought our best chance was to go see them in like Japan. So it's kind of like a shookening to be able to say that we could go see them in Miami. Yeah. We could go see them in Atlanta. Like, it's insane. Yeah. Truly a golden age for K-pop tours. Yes. So Jungkook is keeping us Jungshook. (laughs) Jungshook, my friends. (laughs) 
if you're a Jungkook fan, smash that motherfucking like button. <laughs> Subscribe! <laughs> Listen to all our podcasts. We talk about BTS quite often. Very, very nicely. Yes, Most very nicely. Time. Yep. <laughs> So our next headline is kind of sad. Yeah, this one is on a more serious topic. So Super Junior's Heechul reveals that he doesn't like opening up his curtains in his house because he fears for his privacy. Yeah, I just think that's so sad. It rips my heart out to think that he feels that way. So Heechul is the main guest on the next episode of Sky Drama's Why Did You Come to My Home, where he reveals the impact his fame has taken on his everyday life. While on the show, Heechul confessed to the long-lasting effects his career has made on his life, telling the show host that he is afraid of opening his curtains and hates the sun because of how many times his privacy has been violated. He also revealed that he has never been on a trip with a girlfriend because fans know when I leave the country as soon as I buy a plane ticket. I used to get so stressed out by this that I would change planes abroad, but they would still know where I was. Continuing on, he says, I prefer a house without a view rather than one with a good view. I usually spend my days inside with my dog watching Chinese dramas. Upon hearing about this lonely and isolated lifestyle, rapper Din Din expressed his shock saying, I had no idea this young led such a lonely life. Are you going to keep sitting alone in your nice house watching Chinese dramas? It hurts to see you like this. Okay, why did he have to call him out like that though? <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, send him a DM. <laughs> right? That breaks my heart so much. Like, fans get so overwhelmingly obsessive to Mm -hmm. a point where it is mentally unhealthy for them and impacts the star themselves. Yeah, it's insane. This poor guy can't even open his curtains. Yeah, because you're there (laughs) with a camera. Chill the fuck out. I'm sorry. I feel like everyone should chip in and get this guy like a month of security, (laughs) like ADT or something. Right? I feel like he just needs some security. He needs a house on a hill with a nine-foot wall. <laughs> Slick wall with a moat. <laughs> like, And you know, he's in Super Junior. So, and Super Junior debuted early. He's been famous for a long time. Yeah. Y'all fans, you should have grown up by now. Leave that man alone. He ended his story when he was talking about this by saying, When I was young, I always enjoyed and hated it. If I think about it, there isn't a single job in this world that isn't difficult. If I ever have a child, I want to make memories with them by appearing on entertainment shows together. So it sounds like just like any normal human being that he, while he enjoys the fame, it doesn't need to come with this invasion of privacy 24 fucking 7, you know? Celebrities are people too. Let them have their privacy. Yeah, and someone buy this man some really good blackout curtains, please. Seriously. Blackout the haters. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to our final news story, which is Twice is making bank. Really making that bank. So this just wraps back into our first story where we talked about who won the Genie Music Awards. Twice is one of the biggest girl groups out right now, if not the biggest. I would say they're maybe like tied with Blackpink or like second to Blackpink. They get compared to Girls' Generation in Girls' Generation's heyday a lot, and Mm -hmm. I can see the comparison. Twice, their Dream Day tour reportedly earned $19.5 million, and they joined the Spice Girls as the only girl group to average more than $3 million in their tours. And this tour was only in Japanese stadiums. Yeah. One country. Yeah. (laughs) So their Japan Dome tour, like Emily said, grossed that $19 million with 215,000 tickets sold in five sold out shows. So only five shows and they made $19 million. These girls are killing it. I really hope that they got a nice chunk of that, each one of them. 
so much stuff is hidden about like k-pop contracts and stuff but i don't know like how much money did they spend on the girls and when at what point do they start making money a lot of that feels very fishy and Mm -hmm. shady to me and you know it's hard enough in the u.s to find out what people make (laughs) yeah for sure but with these contracts it's fishy it is fishy so i hope that they all got a very nice bonus from jyp because they made jyp a lot of money yes they did and I can't believe they compare them to the Spice Girls. Like, what a throwback. <laughs> Weren't you saying that some of them were the Spice Girls the other day? No, I was saying that about Itzy. About Itzy, yeah. Emily was like, that one's Baby Spice. That one's Posh Spice. I don't the even way remember they were who dressed said in, what. The, the way they were dressed in Icy, I was like, yeah. hmm, that's sporty, that's scary, that's Baby, that's Ginger. <laughs> But actually, fun fact, FX from SM Entertainment was based off the Spice Girls. That's who it was supposed to be. Interesting. FX actually recently performed in Japan, and there was an article about that also, but it was mostly like, netizens were crying at the concert because they missed FX so much, and they performed like Four Walls, Electric Shock, you know, some like really classic songs. I know, it just makes me miss them so much. I just remember that fateful day in 2010 when we saw Chu, the music video, and I was like, what is that? (laughs) We're interested. I think we listened to Chu like 16 times that day, at least. I know. It was a very quick descent. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, so FX. I could wax poetic about how good FX is. I know. But we're going to wrap it up. Yep. Rachel, what's your weekly K-pop recommendation? My weekly K-pop recommendation is actually Face by Woosung. My weekly K-pop recommendation is Boom by NCT Dream. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this mini-sode. You can find Soulmates Podcast on Facebook.com slash Soulmates Podcast. You can find Soulmates on Tumblr at SoulmatesPodcast.tumblr.com. Find Soulmates Podcast on Instagram at Soulmates Podcast. You can find us on YouTube at Soulmates Podcast. Send us an email at SoulmatesPodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to Soulmates Podcasts wherever podcasts are found, including Spotify. And if you're feeling generous, you can leave us a tip on coffee.com. The link is in our Facebook page. Yes. We are still 75% to our goal, so we just need a few more donations to be able to get our soundboard and to greatly increase our sound quality and also get Emily a pop filter for her microphone. Don't forget, we're going to be at Dragon Con doing Guess That K-Pop Tune and K-Dramas You Should Be Watching. We have Facebook events up. Make sure you go. Dragon Con is super fun, and I hope to see everyone there. We'll see you guys next Friday. Bye!